Today is Tuesday, October 4th. The title for our devotional is The Image of God. Yesterday we talked about dehumanization and its effects on our polarized culture. The Christian antidote to dehumanizing ideology is found in the theology of the image of God. This theology encapsulates the Christian teaching that all people are created in the image of God. As we think through our tendency to dehumanize folks on the other side of our polarized society, we ought to remember that the image of God is on every human being. Genesis 1, 26-28 says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now, the text never says what the image of God is exactly, so it's a bit of a fool's errand to chase that trail. The function of the image, however, is stated in verse 26. It it gives humans the special place in creation to rule over it. The image is also the basis for human dignity. Genesis 9.6 says, Whoever sheds human blood, by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made mankind. In the ancient world, kings would often construct images of themselves and images of their deities. The Hebrew people were explicitly told not to do that in the second commandment of the Ten Commandments. Commentators have often recognized the fact that humans are the image bearers of the one true God, so no other images are needed. Egyptian kings would also set up massive images of themselves. Remember, the book of Genesis was written by Moses, who was well-versed in Egyptian mythology, as he was raised in Pharaoh's house. The Hebrew people were certainly familiar with these images as well. They likely built them when they were in slavery in Egypt. So, this teaching that all humans are created in the image of God is a strong polemic against the Egyptian mythology that they were familiar with. This teaching certainly would have revolutionized the self-concept of the formerly enslaved people of Israel as well. Imagine living your entire life viewing yourself as an expendable commodity. Imagine watching your friends, neighbors, family, even being killed by the order of the pharaoh or simply at the whim of a guard. Imagine watching all the male babies among your people being killed. This is the self-concept of the first readers of this text. Then this text tells them that they are indeed representatives of God. They are image bearers of God. They, not just Pharaoh, who deemed himself a god, are the image of God. They have been called by God to rule creation. Imagine the lift in one's self-concept that this would bring. This idea of the image of God on all people has had a profound impact on our Western world. This is why we share no expense to save a human life. This is why we grieve the loss of soldiers in battle. They are not expendable commodities, but humans with dignity. This is why we care for the disabled. This is why we ought to value the lives of the unborn and the elderly. Humans are not just to be valued for their productivity, but simply by nature of being human. This theology also would have prevented them from hating the Egyptians, as we think of this through our polarization lens. This teaching would remind them, the people of Israel as they're leaving Egypt, that the Egyptians as well were created in the image of God. It wasn't just the people of Israel who carried this special privileged place in creation. All peoples possessed God's image. So there's no room for them to dehumanize, even the people who enslaved them and harmed them for so long. For additional content, I've linked you to the Bible Project video on the image of God.
reflection time, I invite you to imagine yourself as an Israelite leaving slavery in Egypt for the first time. You've been taught your whole life that you are an expendable commodity. Imagine the lift that this would bring to your self-concept. Also, you had been taught that Pharaoh was the representative of the gods and indeed a god himself. Imagine hearing that it is not just Pharaoh, but it is all humans, you included, who actually bear the image of God. Then finally, imagine trying to think of the Egyptians as being created in the, in the image of God as you leave. After enslaving you and your people for 400 years, how does that change your perception of even them as your enemy?